0: Hello everyone, and welcome to Subsegment, a show where we discuss all things queer, kinky, nerdy, and taboo. I'm one of your hosts, Irony.
1: And I am Pop Noodles, your co-host, and I welcome you to Subsegment.
0: Flo Oliveira is a queer, polyamorous, Afro-Brazilian sex educator in San Diego. They have a Bachelor of Arts focusing in gender and sexuality and women's studies, with a minor in Chicken X studies. They are currently attending San Diego State University for their Master's in Marriage and Family Therapy. And they are also making sex education more accessible via TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. And they are here to talk with us a bit about that and more today on the show. So welcome. Hi.
2: Thank you so much.
0: (laughs) I'm I'm very uh, excited to have you on. Uh, I don't think we've got to really talk to anyone doing sort of social media sex work
1: before no oh, never
2: nice yeah Amazing. yes yeah it's been really exciting
0: i'm super excited to be here and kind of get into the nitty-gritty yes. yes oh uh i i will just first off ask you like where did the idea for doing sort of so, social media sex education come come from for you
2: mm, it was honestly kind of spontaneous Um, so because of my gender sexuality major, I kind of was already in that field of sex education and discussing like queer identity and stuff like that. Um, and so I stumbled upon YouTubers who were doing sex education. Mm -hmm. I started talking to my major advisor and stuff like that and realized that I wanted to do something in the helping professions that wasn't just pre-med because that's my original track. Um, And then I actually joined a couple task forces like menstrual health task force and started doing all of these things with social justice that just really kind of evolved into sex education specifically. Uh,
0: And I realized it was like my passion. So (laughs) I ran with it and it just really took off. One of uh, of the things that you focus on in your, uh, I guess, educational career is in excess uh, ticking for black folks. And, and I, I mean, I feel like it's very important to hear from your perspective why why that's like an important place to focus on. Oh, yeah, of
2: course. It's incredibly important. Um, we already know that there's a lot of inaccess in our communities to resources and support in general life. Um, but something like being involved in the kink community is really, really hard to gain access to just because of costs and The general population that already makes up kink. Mm -hmm. Um, There's so many layers and like capitalism and all those things that we could get into, but it's not often talked about. I mean, I feel like there's a couple black kink educators on Instagram and in social media really trying to push this information, but most of the time we don't get the traction that we need. Um, And I think not everyone's aware that racism and like, racial context is really really also important and very intermingled with kink
1: like kinks taught you a lot too right mm-hmm. not just in general for uh color of people and i would like to learn a bit more about that because you were saying it uh, it helped you to understand a bit more about boundaries and
2: oh, for sure. stuff
1: like that because yeah, for me it was pretty much very much the same yeah
2: definitely i think um well First of all, I just like to like preface with like kink is definitely not therapy and that (laughs) on its own helps a lot. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So um, going from therapy and like also launching into kink and like really experiencing it and having the space for me allowed me to be very vocal. Um, It was something that I had been practicing in therapy, but, you know, going to a space where you can present your whole and true self, and then also ask for your needs and desires without shame or judgment. That really helped me vocalize everything I wanted um, with the expectation that folks would take it well, or there would be like some form of negotiation. Um, And it was just like a practice place, you know, like a scene that you can set and have some form of control and really utilize the skills that you're learning to build your boundaries and figure everything out. So it's taught me so much.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I was about to ask, uh, basically your study might help you a lot more to understand those boundaries, but also to maybe incorporate those into your play session, if I Mm -hmm. could say.
2: Oh, most definitely. Yeah, I think that in classes and like my majors and stuff, I learn a lot of these skills of like theoretical boundary and like Mm -hmm. what would be healthy. Um, And kink just offers
0: that specific practice place that I can do it at. That's really beautiful. Yeah. I would like to ask you sort of how you found your way into kink in general. Yeah, for sure. Um, so for me, I had always been
2: interested in kink and stuff like that, um, and just sex education in general. But I found my way into kink through my relationships, um, which I necessarily didn't launch into very much so it was like always a conversation and oh I kind of want this um Mm -hmm. necessarily work out with some partners there wasn't like a compatibility with our kink um but then more recently when I moved down to San Diego I really had the opportunity to attend like clubs and specific play parties that really got me invested um and that was just thanks to the friend group that I made down here and like other black trans queer kinksters that just really brought me in and made it so fun and it really guided me through this huge like kink world that I never knew existed you know because of like the anaxis that I had as well mm-hmm. um, so it's really just knowing the right people and then just launching into it jumping in
1: <laughs> it's like the secret um trans uh, family uh, of yes. think, which i like a lot <laughs> it
2: feels very underground until you're in it and you're like wow this is our everyday life now yes, yes.
0: it's so funny like even just joining the, the communities here it's like suddenly you're just surrounded by all these people and you're like wow yeah like how have i been missing out on just so many like fucking queer and trans people yeah. in my life and now this is everybody and i'm like num, 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 oh mm-hmm. my gosh yes it's so
2: good to feel like community in that sense after you realize yes. it you see people everywhere now that are involved in kink, and you're just like i have it now like i have that mm-hmm. community that i always yearned for and that was like the biggest thing with my move to san diego is that i jumped into that community and i was like
1: yes. Any-
0: these kinksters are everywhere like we're
2: here
1: yeah. you know yes
0: i I look back some sometimes at like people who just you sort of like inherently know you're like ah that that those people are not kinky, and you're just like what is their world like? <laughs> I don't remember what that world is <laughs> like,
1: <laughs>
2: and <Wow>. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, and. Um, I remember you both asked me about, like, a queer proud moment or, like, my bond moment. Mm -hmm. And I think now that we're talking about it, I would have to say my transition into, like, really being into kink lifestyle down here. Because it was just such an, like, eye-opening and awakening thing when I, like, found my community of, like, queer trans kinksters. Mm -hmm. And that was, like, the moment where I was, like fully embraced and like held by my community so oh. i wouldn't trade it for the world yeah, be oh, that's, beautiful. Oh, yeah that's
1: beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh. um, it's a little bit funny because uh, recently we had like a community community talk i could say oh, with yes. uh, other trans folk uh and also cis people and involved with it uh and queer in the sense but it was really just like good communication and just uh, in fact talking about shame which was a very interesting topic uh but it's just funny how yeah that community is very helpful on a lot of matter and just uh, opening about those feelings and sentiment in a very like uh Good and healthy way was very, very fucking eyes opening.
0: And brutally honest too. I, I find that like when you, when you, I don't know, if we're gonna get into like speaking with other queer people and, and other trans people, like the brutal honesty that we can all speak to each other with is, is pretty fucking great. Right.
2: Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think that honestly, that's been what I've gotten the most from my community is like brutal honesty and not being afraid to vocalize what you need. Um, or just your expectations as well. That's, like, a big thing. Um, a close friend of mine actually uses the term scripts. So anytime that they have, like, a worry or a conflict or something that comes up, they use the word script as, like, something that they can create to, like, guide them through these conversations or maybe, like, mind plan all of this. And it's been really helpful in Kink, too, to just, like, plot out these ideas, yeah. you know? And discuss them, All of this language and all of these things that these kinksters bring, it's just so helpful in daily life, too.
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. I just never really thought about that. That's very smart. Mm -hmm. Like, because I I mean, like, I have planned out a million and one, you know, kink scenes, but like, oh, okay. Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Giving ideas.
0: (laughs) Giving me advice. Thank you. I'm learning. (laughs) Thank you,
1: Flo. (laughs) And um, what do you like the most basically about your practice mostly from uh, online content and stuff like that?
2: Mm. I would have to say I have the most fun making reels and then connecting with people who relate after um, yeah. because once it like gets out there and people are in my DMs telling me all of their stories and how this has happened to them before, it feels like a lot of support um, okay. and it kind of like reaches a wider network, you know? Mm. So. I think that would be my favorite part is getting those messages of people saying like, wow, I never saw anyone talking about this. This is so me mm-hmm. because six months ago, I thought I was the only one struggling with half of the stuff that I could talk about. So mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Yeah. That must be very empowering to be able to reach out to other people that way and be able to give advice that you would have wished to have access yes. to.
2: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And that's the other thing, too, like, especially for Black queer trans kinksters like myself, we didn't have access to that. So knowing that I can provide some form of that through online for free is just
0: amazing. I know it wasn't there before, you know, if I can ask mm-hmm. um, with sort of like the, the responding that you get from your followers um. Have you had something where like you you can really tell like somebody had like a like a changed moment?
2: Yeah, I think honestly, a lot of the times when I do have these conversations, I was having a conversation today with someone actually, and it was like via a response to ask me anything, um, and just in me like asking for clarification and talking to them, I can see them having like an aha moment, you know. Um, and in my DMs, it's a very first draft rule. So if you say something and you're like, actually, I immediately regret that, it's totally fine because we'll like talk about it. And I, I get that a lot of people like reply to reels and they're like unsure or have questions or relate but don't have the information. And then we talk about it a little bit. They have an aha moment and you can like see the impact. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's always fun. Yeah.
1: I mean, impacting life is always fucking life. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which I guess we could make a, pl- a word play on impact play.
2: Uh, <laughs> I absolutely love that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so that could lead maybe to that question, maybe a little bit more juicy, if Ooh. you wish to talk a little bit more about uh, what are your kink and what you enjoy exploring lately, and how it goes and stuff like that.
0: <laughs> yeah, how's your kink
2: exploration going? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's amazing. Um, Honestly, I've gone to explore so much in such a short amount of time and I think I would say my favorite is like temperature play, especially with wax. Huh. For right now, that's definitely my favorite. Yes.
1: Um,
2: I was actually just quick tangent to a story. Please I do. do.
0: <laughs>
2: I went to a um, kink party, a private kink party that one of like uh, the fellow community members down in LA hosted and I tried out this new wax with perforum in it. And it was like a little bit too hot. We didn't yeah. realize initially. Um, but I was like, so in the moment that until it like kind of burned me, I was like, oh shoot, it's hot. And afterward sure. I had this like little scar and I was like, wow, I really want to do that again. And that's time <laughs> it was my favorite. I, <laughs> I pulled back. Obviously I took precautions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But
0: afterwards I was like, there was a reason why I kept going. I really enjoyed yeah. that one. <laughs> Para- paraffin's really fun because you you can do a lot of it at once.
2: Yeah,
1: mm. yeah. yeah. So you could. Very you can, flowy.
0: Yeah, it's it was quick to melt.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, okay. uh, but but it's also quick to cool. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm.
0: So it's what like people put their feet in like. Uh, at oh yes, and yeah. So it's like that stuff. So it's, okay. it can get you warm it up like that, but you pour it all over your body. But you can like pull it off. It's great.
1: Yeah,
0: that's fine. <laughs> yeah being able to like scrape off all of the like wax and
2: stuff too, and oh. see like all the marks. Oh, I was living for it, honestly.
0: Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was like my favorite. Um, but thankfully, like down here, I've been able to like try a ton of impact play, and I like kind of got it on my wall, as you've probably seen on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, And just like mixed sensations, I'm really excited to try needling soon. Um, I I haven't found the right person yet. So Mm -hmm. we're waiting on it, taking precautions because it is
0: really high risk. When you when you speak needling, you're you're speaking of like piercing play? Yeah, piercing play. Perfect. Okay.
1: Damn.
0: I because I that could also mean something else, so I needed to oh, double check. Yeah. Uh, also I could have been flesh hook suspension, which is like an oh. extreme form of oh. like piercing play, right? So yeah. so just just your bait you're you're your, 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 like over the skin that gentle stuff to piercing. start. Yeah, <laughs> definitely.
2: Suspension is not off the consideration
0: list though, with oh. like needles. I'd definitely consider it in oh. the future, but maybe not now. Yeah, definitely yeah. check if uh, if your body is cool with being punctured. Yeah, first. You <laughs> <laughs> gotta like take the excessor. <laughs> yes. <Yeah.
1: laughs> is um, it a little bit close to uh, acupuncture? Maybe I'm very like no fit in this, so I don't know.
0: I mean, you've been tattooed and you've been pierced before.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: It's the so same it's, as being pierced. It's the pierced. same thing. Okay. Yes.
1: Okay. So completely through the skin. Yes. Um, okay.
0: Like the needle sits through through like a okay. little bit of skin and, and you can do really cool stuff with like uh, chains or ribbon and that like uh, if you do a big pattern on somebody's back, mm-hmm. you can run mm-hmm. the ribbon or the chain or whatever and it'll make all of the needles sort mm-hmm. of move. There's there's Ooh. a lot of really beautiful sensation things that you can do. Oh. Yeah.
1: So what's your end goal then, Flo?
0: My end goal? What? Is with with piercing. it? Oh, with piercing?
2: I don't know. I honestly haven't had much chance to like explore it because Mm -hmm. I'm people here. But I saw an Instagram post. I think you were like mentioning that one where they had like a on the the back just like spiral. Yeah. When I saw that, I was like, "Ooh, that is something I definitely want to try." I should have yeah. known. Dude, I've gotten so many piercings in my life before. I should have known it was going to be kinky. It was
0: <laughs> so just a question
1: of time before it got kinky. Literally.
0: <laughs> but I mean, it, you, it could very well be one of those things, you know, where tattoo artists, they're covered in tattoos and they're like, I mm-hmm. fucking hate getting tattoos. <laughs> so yeah, you could true, be like, yeah. I love getting piercings, but like, I don't want to do this for fun. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely dependent on the person. But for me, I'm always like, mm, "What else can I turn kinky?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> are you are you a fan of like uh, kinking home home items?
2: Oh, like- for sure. <laughs> um, I actually saw one of my friends use like kitchen items for impact play, um, just like really antique kitchen items, and it gave me uh. so many ideas. So definitely <laughs> on the list of things I need to get done. <laughs>
0: I would like to ask about your uh, the secret underground club oh my. night, oh and my. I would like to know first how you got invited. <laughs> okay, uh, what you wore this is very important on this this show. We are big into outfits, yes. uh, <laughs> and then tell me all this this the crazy shenanigans that uh, that happened, and and the end end results that you. Uh, <laughs> Is a little, uh, biblic- biblical biblical <laughs> <One way. laughs> oh my gosh honestly
2: it was like a dream I can't even imagine that it happened um like 15 year old emo me is like living for all the looks that I saw there um so that private kink event that I actually went to in LA um I ended up meeting some really awesome kinksters there and it We wound up there till, like, 11, um, and randomly, like, these two women come up to me and my friend, and they're like, hey, do you want to maybe
0: come with us to a club later tonight? I'm going to take a brief moment of your time to discuss our social media. If you would like to email us, it's subsegmentpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash subsegment. And Instagram at subsegment podcast. If you would like to check out our super sexy website made by our very own in-house good boy, please head on over to subsegmentpodcast.com. And as always, you can find us wherever you find your favorite podcasts, as well as on Perth's number 1 online radio station, DRN1 United.
2: And we were like we were going to go to a, like a dance club, like a trans club, so we were kind of hesitant. Um, and it was really suspicious because we hadn't talked to them all night. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we were like, what are we trying to get into? But you know, the like kink in us is like, ooh. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so they told us it's like, it's an underground club. It only opens at 12. It's invitation only, but it's okay because we've been invited before. And if you come with us, you can get in. And we were like, immediately, yes. Immediately.
1: <laughs> And say so, no more
2: <laughs> we were like where is it when can we go like right now let's go <laughs> so um we like get in the car i'm like driving them over and honestly it was like a pretty weird area there was like nothing around um and it's like middle of la at like 12 right
1: mm-hmm. so
2: we like pull up i like park my car i'm like we're either gonna get kidnapped right now or <laughs>
0: fucking amazing it's one or the other i mean you um, gotta decide right then and there if it's gonna be a good night or not
2: So like you have to either commit or get the fuck out
0: yeah. <laughs> um so
2: then we like walk up and at 1st they we're kind of like confused about where the location is and then they like see this dude just standing in a corner and like all black and they're like hmm that's where it is and we were both me and my friend were looking at each other like we are both black queer trans people like we're not down for shenanigans. Oh. Um, <laughs> and then we, like, walk up and the dude's like, what are you here for? And we're like, oh, and we say the name of the place. Um, and he's like, welcome in. And he, like, opens this, like, door behind, like, this gated area. <laughs> and it's, like, all blacked out. So, like, the, the building is, like, black painted. So you can't tell that there's a door there. And he, like,
1: wow opens it. Somehow.
2: We, like, walk in and there's, like, a little lobby with, like, all this gear from the house. And they're like, oh, you're you're here for the party? And we're like, yep, that's what we're here for. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And then we like played and wrote like our kink things down and walked in. And immediately it's like warehouse sized kink house. Like there's strobe lights, there's like gas, there's like beds with like drapes on them and everywhere. There was a whole confessional with, like, glory holes in there. Oh, oh my
1: God. God. <laughs> it was
2: absolutely amazing. Like, incredible movie-like scene. <clears throat> um, and there's this DJ playing industrial music. So it's, like, we feel like we walked onto a movie set. Like, Yeah. We're <laughs> amongst the vampires at this point.
1: Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and everyone's just, like, in these cool, quirky outfits. Of course, I was wearing, like, a latex tight dress with like some like holy stockings yeah. um
1: Ooh.
2: and then like a latex bra that had like all these straps like up to my neck and stuff oh nice nice um, yeah it was so cool we were just it was amazing um and <laughs> some people were wearing like full face makeup that looked like kiss and uh. just, like, yeah. traditional like emo punk rock stuff mm-hmm. um and just like head banging in the middle of the floor, like to the industrial <laughs> music, jumping around, like dancing while other people are like in the beds, like under the drapes, fucking and like
0: all yes. Of this. Yes. Oh,
1: that's you. fucking amazing.
2: Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, the biblical part of it. So we like walk all the way to the back, and there's like this huge circle, like suspension chain that's like formed in a pentacle. Um, oh fuck. Or a pentagram. And um, we're like looking at it, admiring everything, like completely shocked. And this guy walks up with a Bible on a stick. A full Bible <laughs> on a stick. And basically it accumulated to like, hey, you want to get spanked? And we were like, fuck yeah, dude, you want to get spanked.
1: <laughs> with the Bible? <laughs> A Bible <laughs> the my, oh wow, that's fucking amazing that's so
2: good <laughs> it was my ass was so
0: bruised the next day but it was totally worth it
1: yeah, it's a big surface right it's yes. pretty heavy well i mean yeah. it's a
0: like a book is a hard thing to beat yeah. someone mm-hmm. with like bro. yeah
2: <laughs> and he like glued like all the pages and like sewed them shut oh, so shit. that. Like, the stick was just, like, through the middle that he hollowed out.
0: Um, uh-huh.
2: And so it was, like, very sturdy. So he could get, like, uh-huh. from, like yeah, yeah, a whole lot. Yep.
1: Oh, my God. It was, God. It was by
2: far my favorite thing that I've ever been, like, hit
0: with. That's fun. <laughs> well, you know what? Here's your next business venture. <laughs> Bible on a stick.
1: <laughs> you can't read it, but... Yeah, you you can put it in your bookcase or something. Yeah,
2: memorize the verses. (laughs) You know that would be kinky—getting
0: smacked and reading some Bible verses. Oh yes, I've done that scene. It's on the
1: internet. (laughs) 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 That's fucking wonderful. To be honest, (laughs) honestly,
2: yeah, I definitely need to go back there. They have them pretty often in LA. Like, I think it's always at the same place. So once you know, you know Mm -hmm. that's definitely on my like continued bucket list.
1: Yes, (laughs)
0: amazing. I have I have down here a note to uh, your is accidentally stumbling onto your kink reels at work. Oh
2: my gosh, (laughs) it's so embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like fully a different person at my sex shop um, because, like, it's a nine to five. You know, like we're not Mm -hmm. kink all the time, Um, and. Generally, I, like, don't ever bring my Instagram in person because I'm like, oh, I don't want people to, like, bond with me through that. I want you to get to know me, myself, and then you'll find out. Um, So I'm, like, sitting behind the cash wrap, and we have, like, a line of customers, and um, my – one of my bosses, like, the lead to, like, stocking and stuff comes up from downstairs and is like, look what I just came across on Instagram – and it was like one of my really kinky reels that I've made before <laughs> and she's like slow and starts showing like both of my managers that are next to me and uh-huh. I just them have this like intense realization that literally sex is my entire life <laughs> 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 they're like looking at each other like why haven't you said anything like why haven't you shown us these are so good just scrolling through my page <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh no. And I was like,
2: I watching it go down like like a scene of a horror movie when you know it's about to explode and you're just like, oh, like, let's not do that. <laughs> but they were so chill about it. I mean, we work at a sex shop, so
0: yeah, yes, it was, was fine, but it
2: was like the anticipation of standing there watching them look at it and oh. then look back and forth between each other. <laughs> oh. And now I can't live it down. They're like always stalked by Instagram now.
1: <laughs> I mean, yes. Yeah, might as well get new tricks. Yeah. No,
0: you know what? If they're going to stalk you, you should be like, at least share my content so it gets out there. Oh, for sure.
1: <laughs> Promoting I Always doing this
0: like shameless promo, for sure. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I noticed, by the way, on your uh, little form that you have an interest in viurism.
2: Yes, I do. Can we I
1: talk about that.
2: Yeah, we totally can. Yeah. Um, I love and I love being a voyeur. Um, I actually didn't think that I was going to be too much of a voyeur when I like started going to these events. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I was like, Oh, I want to jump in and be like all in, you know, and like mm-hmm. do all these things. Um, not that voyeurism doesn't do all these things, but yeah. <laughs> and then, um, I like went to these events and just got so caught up in like the beauty of kink and like the feelings that it gives you that I would Mm -hmm. like sit back and be like oh my gosh I need to take it in Mm -hmm. maybe it's like my neurodivergent ass and like being overstimulated and being like oh I need a moment to like
1: appreciate (laughs) process yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: once I started like actually intentionally like going out into these spaces and being like you know what tonight is going to be just my voyeur night like it's going to be Ooh. like fashionable i'm going to look cute and kinky and no one's going to touch me i'm just going to watch it.
0: yeah it was so
2: fun um that's like a people
0: power people... trip too though like yeah. no it's a me night <laughs> exactly mm-hmm. it's like self-care thing to be like you know what i'm choosing to just be
2: by myself tonight and enjoy this moment be present mm-hmm. you know Fuck yeah mm-hmm. yeah it was lovely um The reason I, like, bring up being a voyeur is because I feel like there's a lot of stigma around it, too. Um, Just, like, people expect you to be very involved all the time in kink and, like, constantly not taking breaks or just, you know, doing the most. Mm -hmm. Um, And as, like, someone who also suffers with, like, chronic stuff, like, that's not feasible all the time for me. Um, And I was talking a little bit about it on my Instagram today, um, but just, like, having to really be aware of when you need to like take breaks or just like sit down and like enjoy the moment without having to like touch or feel or like do anything specific to taking in your energy, you know, mm-hmm. um, is really important to address too. And I feel like voyeurism is really fucking awesome. Once you give it a good <laughs>
0: shot, yes. it's not deserve the stigma that it
2: gets.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There, I, I, I like to watch a uh, little noodles play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes yes (laughs) (laughs) or clean or cook with my bare (laughs) hands it's not the same but you know still enjoyable (laughs) (laughs) but i feel like you get also a lot of learning from uh, watching and enjoying that and yeah so it's a good at, at least for me that's what i mostly get from like i enjoy learning and watching people having fun Mm -hmm. and i find that sexy watching other people having fun and enjoying themselves so that's my side of the Mm zoom that i see myself Mm -hmm. into
2: Mm -hmm. and it's super kinky to like be behind a window or like sitting on a couch in a different room and like enjoying the moment like watching
0: enjoying somebody else's (laughs) secret moment that they don't know that you're watching in a kink space is like the best fucking thing if somebody's (laughs) in a really intense like i don't know say somebody's getting fucking fisted whatever Mm -hmm. like that person (laughs) getting fisted and like having a fucking orgasm is not looking at you who's like across the room sitting on a chair they're looking at you know the person likely doing the fisting or maybe their Mm -hmm. eyes have rolled in the back of their head and they're like (laughs) in their own moment but uh you know like you get to see that and experience that pleasure with them and there's like a bit of like extra pleasure in the fact that they're like completely unaware of you like that's how Mm -hmm. much in their pleasure they are it's
2: kind of like a form of compersion, right? Like you're getting to feel and see this compersion that you have for other people enjoying mm. their cake space and their moment. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Not to be like polyamorous ass bringing this shit into it. Oh. <laughs> it's so relevant. I mean, like compersion is everywhere. And I think, yeah, you definitely can voyeur and see and like feel all of those things that these people are feeling. And just like when you see that subspace click in, mm-hmm. that makes me yeah. A moment that you I wouldn't change for the world. Getting to see people that I truly care about like reach subspace and be like completely released and just relaxed. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: That speaks to me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, I, I we do have like uh, two play partner uh, that we uh Irene and I play with and I do enjoy a lot watching them play with oh. the other to individual and uh, even when they don't know where you're looking but, but sometimes <laughs> you know we have that little moment of just watching a pure enjoying moment of pleasure and it got me off real fucking great so yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just wonderful <laughs> yeah it's very fun <laughs> a-, a question about your practice let's jump back a little bit on that um mm-hmm. What was the biggest challenge uh, that you had to over go either uh, about yourself or maybe about a practice that you had to do uh, to reach that process and start doing that work, let's say?
2: Online, like doing the work online. Yeah. Um, honestly, I think it would be like the critique of myself in mm. my art history. Um, I think that. I'm really critical of my creative side and even on a like, day-to-day, even with kink sometimes it can get into like being critical of my role play. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's something everyone has to overcome. You know, it's like a weird confidence saying that you're like, Oh, maybe I'm not right for this. Um, but yeah, once I kind of jumped into it and like said, fuck it, like it's going to look how it looks. Mm-hmm. Um, I really created the space for me to just test things out and see how I liked doing Um, my creativity stuff and like my Instagram stuff Um, but I would say that was the biggest challenge because honestly for the first few months that I had my account doing videos or even podcasts per se was just like something I was so fearful of Mm -hmm. Um, and then once I started doing it more I realized like this ain't shit like I should not be this nervous like I have stuff to say that is relevant and I have a lot of thoughts that are important
1: (laughs) yes yes (laughs) And, you know, you went to school to talk about those stuff and to yeah. put them in words to be reachable for people. And that's very important, too. Uh, yeah, Put yeah, your mouth it's...
0: where your money is, I suppose. Yeah.
2: Yes, yeah. I think it's also super relevant, too, to address that, like, in some form, like, there was also in-access to discussing these things for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like I had ever seen someone who looked like me or someone who is Mm -hmm. black, queer, and trans talking about these things beforehand. Mm -hmm. Um, and I found those people through talking about it.
1: Mm -hmm. Um,
2: but before there wasn't really like a jumping off point or someone that I could like use as an idol, you know? Um, so yeah, I think that it's a big part to have a foundation where it shows you or like outlines the path for you. But in some way I hope that I'm, maybe a little bit doing that for other people and maybe that we can learn from each other once they get invested as well
1: mm-hmm. yes <laughs> I, I think big part of for me at least being trans is educating a lot of people through that mm-hmm. and help them understand what uh um, little aspect that they need to learn and overcome about those feelings and uh just to find the right resources to go and to find people to help them that are more qualified than me let's say but uh yeah that's for me is the best feeling i think to be able to give someone that needs some answer and to guide them in the right direction and you know like you said some people don't have don't know people and they don't see anybody else and you need, just need to put yourself out there to be able to reach those kind of people. And yeah. So I, uh, yeah. I appreciate that for sure.
2: I appreciate you saying all of that. It was beautiful. And also just like saying that you can provide other people resources too, or like referring out when you know that you don't have those resources, that's yeah. something that we take for granted often. Cause we feel like we always need to like help, help, help and give, give, give. Um, yeah. But sometimes it's tiring. Like our existence is resistance. Honestly. Yes. To do a whole bunch more from that and not respect our own boundaries as well is yes. really, really tough. So it's amazing that you said that. And I think it's like a lesson that is super valuable for everyone to learn too, that you can always mm-hmm. lean on your community and other people in yes.
0: that to help out. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also... Um be not i mean like in like a a secondary way it's being humble enough to know that you might not have all the answers to something and you're like this person is like got leaps and bounds and years of more information than i do
1: Mm what
0: why why would i give you the the biscuit that i have when this Mm -hmm. person has like a cake Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like here's a tidbit of information if you need just like interest but like this person Mm-hmm. this person can actually give you what you need yeah, yeah that but, is so
2: valuable
1: mm-hmm. it's also about like like you said I think learning your own boundaries and how much you need to say sometimes because mm-hmm. like uh, some questions sometimes can be very uh, as most of us know a little bit like uh, you know intrusive uh, and Sometimes it's hard to either not speak about it or not answer and be like, hey, this is my limits and I don't feel like comfortable to talk about those kind of things. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that completely threw off my head and I need to be aware of that because I know sometimes it's just not necessary to answer those questions yet, right? I uh, yeah, I so yeah. think a
2: big thing.
1: Yeah, but yeah. Uh, anyway, just to say that, yeah, I appreciate work you've done because it's fucking important to have access to it and educate people on different side of it so yeah
2: thank you i appreciate you both so much honestly (laughs) (laughs) having these conversations themselves and like holding space for me to come on here and just like talk about all the things that make me kinky and that also Mm -hmm. like holding access to kink for me it's just like something truly that 20-year-old me would have never thought I would be able to do it. So <laughs> <laughs> it's really awesome that
1: you guys are holding this space. <laughs> oh, it's a pleasure. For real, I think we do the podcast mostly uh, to reach any people and like give access to those who needs more voice and amplification Mm
0: -hmm. but also it's a bit greedy because i love to hear people's stories (laughs) yes uh so (laughs) (laughs) it you know it's a little self-serving because Mm -hmm. we get to hear so many interesting people's lives and Mm -hmm. um just having that that uh, that moment to like actually connect with people that like you never never talked to in a million years you know like especially in a world where we're currently inhabiting like the we're in canada you're in the states like the mm-hmm. world is so difficult act like physical access wise mm-hmm. that like the likelihood of us interchanging space in reality mm-hmm. is like so minimal mm-hmm. <laughs> hopefully in the future though it won't be yeah, yeah i hopefully. wanna i wanna go to san diego to one of these fucking fetish parties yeah that I sounds
1: amazing
0: <laughs> to this like That's midnight awesome. party we're gonna have yeah. to take a nap in the evening because i'm old as fuck <laughs> <laughs>
2: Honestly, I had to too. Twelve to five a.m. is very it's intense.
0: Yes, you gotta you gotta take your like ten p.m. nap. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> solid two hours, and then fifteen minutes to repatch your face, and out you go. <laughs> Just readjust your outfit, and you can yeah. yeah. You sleep in your latex. Well, I yes.
1: Yes. Okay. Let's let bring some uh, question now. Yes.
0: Because
1: uh, I had one that floating in my head a little bit. Uh, so, earlier you mentioned that uh, kink is not a way to do therapy or to bring those kind of subjects uh, in a therapy way, let's say. Uh, but, you know, some people still use that kind of tool sometimes to uh, elaborate on some topic and manner of, thought of sort. Uh, so, my question is. What is the like favorite topic you like to talk about that could involve kink and that would help you to navigate someone having difficulty with sexual life or relationship? Um,
2: I think honestly kink goes a lot hand in hand with pain and I think a lot of people well when it goes hand in hand a lot with pain and I think a lot of people who experience pain or like deal with chronic issues um get vocabulary from kink Mm -hmm. that they can also use in their daily life. The other thing that I would say is that like (laughs) um, kink and sex don't always go hand in hand and they don't have to. Um, And I think a lot of people expect that when they're new to kink or just like afraid to jump into just kink by itself. Um, Mm -hmm. And so it kind of gives you a prompt and like a negotiation of what's going to happen. So you don't have to feel pressured into getting sexual or mm-hmm. yeah, pressured, not being sexual even. Um, yeah. So it kind of like kink itself just gives you so much vocabulary and so much mm-hmm. like knowledge on how to move about things and situations. So that would be like my thing to talk about is how to decipher your pain levels and how it can be healing in some type of way for your body and like maybe your mind as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also just separating into different categories of how you want to practice rather than throwing everything at yourself at once.
1: Mm -hmm. And that's really important to take baby
2: Mm -hmm. steps. Baby steps. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I (laughs) think it's important to distinguish that like it isn't therapy, but it can be super healing because people can work through a lot of things um, that they just need to talk about.
0: so, so, so it, it is isn't therapy, but it's therapeutic.
2: It's therapeutic. There you go.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: We will uh, ask your, yeah, we're going to ask for your social media. And then I have a surprise, just real quick, last question.
2: Oh, okay. Awesome. So <laughs> you can always find me at Life with Flo. Um, it's going to be L-I-F-W-F-L-O um that's for instagram twitter tiktok and my website you just add dot com to the end and
0: all of that information is of course on the uh information on our podcast details uh (laughs) final question Flo, and thank you once again for coming on our show um thank you (laughs) if physics and money were not uh, either a problem or in the picture, you know, either they don't exist and, uh, uh, you know, uh, what would your ideal kink scene be? So it can be anywhere, anytime, and l- like literally anything you want. Mm. Wow, that's tough. I have so yeah, many that's ideas. Tough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, first, I, I like to just add, say like, just what's the first thing that comes to your mind in the most mm-hmm. detail?
2: Okay, I've immediately thought of, like, doing a kink scene at, like, some high peak, because um, I'm very afraid <laughs> <certain> of heights, but <laughs> I think it's really awesome to, like, play with that, like, risky, weird, anxious feeling, and then also oh, yeah. just heal with, like, kink and, like, yeah. incorporate that. It'd
0: be very Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Legit on the edge, but on every sphere of it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I have, like, so many mind imaginations, but I'm also afraid of heights, so this is both very intriguing and terrifying to me right myself.
2: you know honestly the glass like floors that they have in certain countries where you like walk over like a huge sky thing yeah I feel like that would be the perfect area like you just lay down and you like oh my God. get pounded with another bible or something
1: <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> the bible is so thick that you might break the glass <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know? welcome to squid game season two. <laughs> oh no
2: <laughs> all right well
1: uh thank you a lot for coming it was very amazing to talk
2: yeah it was awesome thank you so much for having me this was mm-hmm. so good
1: <laughs> and we possibly gonna have you back uh, from another time to Ooh, talk later if on you'd,
0: if you'd be you know in the, in the years to come oh, yeah. absolutely love that mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'd love to touch base with you on your journeys
1: yes
2: thank you so much for having me again
0: thank you
1: yeah it was very pleasant um, so uh, people stay kinky, stay safe I'm Nudos.
0: I'm Irony I'm Flo bye, bye. <laughs>